Genre. back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we find a rubber band uh, <laughs> with all the $20 pills in it <laughs> uh, as we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man 2, one dad jokey minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. <laughs> I'm Scott Corelli. <laughs> and I'm Jonathan. Jonathan. Howell. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome, Jonathan Howell. Uh, welcome aboard for today's minute. We are... <laughs> uh, analyzing minute 34 today. That's the minute that begins with Peter saying... He wishes he could tell MJ how he feels about her and ends with Ock revealing his uh, actuator arms to the stunned crowd. But before he puts mm-hmm. them on, yeah. Introducing his assistants. His assistants, as it were. Yes, yes. Yeah. And not introducing his actual assistants. No. <laughs> you know, well, well, what, what I like about that, though, about that line is, mm. um, I mean, I know it comes at the end of the minute, but it's yeah, worth whatever. talking about yeah, now. Yeah. Um, I really like that he is personifying them already yes oh yeah they've been hit these things are his babies Mm -hmm. yeah he's worked on them forever obviously because they're so cool looking anyway when Mm -hmm. we get to them we'll get to it we'll get to it yeah 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 yeah. let's save all the most of the arm talk for tomorrow but (laughs) i i was just i i was i really struck by that uh you know by by the anthropomorphizing of the arms from the very first line exactly these are my assistants Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, i love that Molina. These are my friends. Well, he also has them under a little wrap. Yeah. They laugh at my jokes. <laughs> they laugh at my... They think I'm hilarious. <laughs> Speaking um, of things I find hilarious, we <laughs> finish out <laughs> Peter's phone call at the, at the top of the minute this week. I... Uh, this so we I guess we spent most of last week ragging on Peter's half of this phone conversation, but I will say that today's minute begins with, I think, the... Um, the most redeeming moment of Peter's side of the conversation, which is... Ending the call, yep. Yeah, him taking a second to realize <laughs> how up. dumb this is and then quitting. It's great. Like, he just... <laughs> you can see it in his face, like, why? No, why am I doing this? Screw it. Yeah, and walking away. yeah well, because the, the thought process for him, he's, he just says, you know, we only got a little bit of it in yesterday's minute, but uh, the complete sentence is, I wish I could tell you how I feel about you. Mm-hmm. And I just like, dude, you, you made can. out with her yeah. on your uncle's grave. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know why you need to tell her. She knows. I just, it's very frustrating. I find it very frustrating. This I needed. I need a dead body around me. Otherwise, I can't express my love. There's no you. courage yeah. without the dead bodies. Yeah. I I I, I, I feel like I I feel like a a tighter way of. Doing what I think they're trying to do, which mm. is to say that he doesn't have time for her. I mean, that's 
what they're mm. basically trying to do, right? Yeah. Like, like, like I, she I, I doesn't feel... fit in the world. He, I don't know. Yeah. Well, see, I feel, I feel like the what what they should be doing is that like they're going on dates, but he's never making them or isn't. <sighs> Yeah. going to the thing and it's just like it, it's like i thought like if 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 mary jane was like i thought you said that you liked me and he's like i do and it's like why don't you ever come to anything yeah. then <laughs> i just don't like being with you right like <laughs> i like but, the idea of you right but i i almost feel like that's what they were wanting to do here mm. but they shot themselves in the foot with the end of the last movie with him walking away from her. Right. So they, they complete... had to pay that off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's the, it's the Jennifer Parker problem. Uh, <laughs> it's, Oh, we, we put her in the car at the end of the first movie. <laughs> right. And now we got to figure out how to get rid of her in the second movie, because we don't actually want her around. We'll just knock her unconscious. It's fine. Uh, yeah. And leave yeah. her in an alley. Leave totally fine. It's, it's really bad. Uh, yeah. And this, it's, <laughs> That feels so much more true to comics and true to and not that like you have to be a slave to the source material or whatever, but like true to the character they've already established. I think it works better the idea of genuinely trying to make it work and failing mm -hmm. at it, not pretending mm -hmm. I can't give this a real shot because of Spider-Man. And oh, and the reason that it fails is because she doesn't know he's Spider-Man. So then when she finds out, everything works out. Yeah, because she could easily yeah. just been honest yeah. to her the whole time. It if he'd been just fine. been honest from the beginning, it would have oh. been like, yeah, I couldn't do that because I had to go save some building or save some person. It should be like, oh, go get him, Tiger. It, oh my oh, god, man, I feel oh. like I feel like we just found the one thing that could improve this movie. Just yes. the one I mean, thing. <laughs> think about think about how much better the Superman comic books were when in the uh, '90s they finally said, okay, we've done it before. Let's make her just know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. who Superman is and she just knows and it makes that conflict all go away and she's super supportive I didn't mean for that to come out like that no. super supportive <laughs> like, like that's her superpower yeah, but yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's Spider-Man is great you know the reason why Spider-Man was always good is because he's a he's a dork that yes. <laughs> you know can't do anything right anyway he's he is the he's us mm -hmm. he's mm -hmm. He's closer to us than any other character, I think, in, in comic books. Right. Mm -hmm. And right. and this part where he's got the girl but can't make it work out doesn't ring true. Yeah. Like it's it like should, mm. uh, it should it should come from character the way that everything else in the movie does. This is like right. the one thing that feels like an artificial like mm -hmm. roadblock. Um and it's and it's not it is not, you know, we talk a lot about how these movies adapted Spider-Man as like a it, you know, in a true adaptation process rather mm -hmm. than, you know, trying to stay true to the comics necessarily or whatever, you know, they wanted to make Spider-Man movies first and foremost. Right. And I think one of what the one of the only issues in this entire movie is that hiccup. Yeah. Of as far as like major things, there's little stuff that we've we've nitpicked here and there, but mm -hmm. for the most part, that's the only major thing in this movie that that we keep bumping up against. Yeah, and I think I think the other part of it is that it's a little repetitive because it's kind of just the same story from the last movie. Yeah, Mary Jane has new things that she's dealing with, mm -hmm. but Peter is dealing with the same stuff he was dealing with with the last one. Like his arc with Mary Jane isn't really any different, only the ending is different. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. It's exter externalized in maybe a more concrete way with like his physical circumstances and whatnot, but the actual emotional arc isn't 
changed. It's almost like we went back a half step. So I think, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that in a movie where a man invents metal arms that can go into a sun and not melt. (laughs) This is the problem we're having with these scenes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. The the relationship is totally unbelievable, but these uh, adamantium, you know, you know, pinchers. We're all. Oh, that's yeah. That's good. We're gonna gush about the adamantium pinchers tomorrow. But let's let's yeah. be let's be honest here. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the the yeah. So I think I think ultimately I think that's that's my issue is that it's it's not a it doesn't feel like real growth from one movie to the next. It feels mm-hmm. a little false. Because yeah, and that happens it, a lot in these kind of movies. They have to because the mm-hmm. either a new writing team or even a, a writing team that wrote themselves into a corner early on, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then they back up. Yeah, right. We're not, not having enough time to catch that and start from scratch. Like, right. This movie was on, under <laughs> such a, a pressured, you know, time frame to write and then deliver. As we've right. said before, it's a miracle the movie is as good as it is, considering that. Um, but that that sort of lightning doesn't strike that often. Because say what you will about Spider Man Three. The arc between Peter and MJ in Spider-Man 3 is very new. It's something that I'd mm-hmm. never seen before and yeah. would have actually been a a even a, a better arc had the arc been what I described in this in movie. this, yeah. 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 The idea Which was that like, if you, if you would have just told me the truth, everyone, everything would be fine. Yeah. Cut to movie three, everything's not fine. Everything's and not fine. And now you resent <clears throat> me for being more popular than you are and, yeah. you know. That would yeah. be so much, so much stronger if we had a full movie of them in a relationship trying to make it work and failing at mm-hmm. it because of the right. secret. Yeah. Right. But instead, yeah. we have like a coda of that. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. But um, but again, I don't blame them. It's a miracle that this movie is as good as it is no. because they were writing it on set every day. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what else was a line that was not written on set on the day? This ADR uh, little greeting from the dudes out front. I Sup, love Dave? it. Oh, God. Sup, Dave? <laughs> Sup, Dave? Sup, Phil? Sup, Is it Sup, Dave? Dave Phil? You coming to the big experiment, too? Man, I heard there's going to be lights and... <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy. It's, it's really Smoke fun. machines? Yeah. Whose car did you get out of? I don't know. I just left it there yeah. right in the middle of the road. Clearly it wasn't a taxi. I was just... <laughs> I'm Dave. Places to be, man. Like, come on. Um, it's, well, I mean, this is a good example of, uh, was it last week or the week prior um, that we talked about um, the concept of an ADR loop group with, uh, oh, what was her name? Um, uh, Elise Din, who played the, the violinist. That, that that was her main um, credits these days is working in ADR loop groups. And it's hard to find like a good example of like what a loop group does because most ADR you run into is just like ADR for principal actors in the films. So this is an example of what a loop group does where on the day, clearly, these guys did like... That extra did the what's up. Yeah, there's no extra. The extras His mouth doesn't move. Yeah, they're not <laughs> right? mic'd. There's nobody recording sound for them. They just like did this little, uh, you know, gesture. And then, you know, you get to the edit and you're trying to do the final mix here. And like, it's obvious that with the level that they chose for the scene, you would be able to hear what they're saying. So they have to say something. So your, your group, loop group that you've hired for this film, like maybe six or so people that can do lots of different accents or voices... Their job is to, as you go through and find those those moments, you sit down with them and they improvise little bits here. And I just, I just love how broy they, they yeah. decided to go with on this one. I want the, like, I want the outtakes of this loop group. I want yeah. all the things that were said. <laughs> yeah. Hey Dave, new coat. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're wearing a, a raincoat. Me too. It's not rainy. <laughs> yeah. 
I uh, can I can I talk about uh, my experience, my my little bit of experience with ADR for a second? Hell yeah, of course. Um, okay, so so uh, in one of my short films, the one that I actually referenced about the elevator scene, yeah, um, yeah, earlier. Uh, what was that? Last week? That I, I think that? so. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. The uh, so so in that in that film, there's a uh, a scene in the well, it's basically the third act of the film. It, it takes place in this uh, control room. And mm. the control room where we shot it was a TV control room. Well, we needed because we were a low budget thing. We needed everything turned on because we wouldn't we wouldn't be able to like CG it later. Yeah. Right? So we yeah. needed the whole place turned on. Well, when you have a if you've ever been in a control room of any kind, if you have <laughs> yeah. all of the stuff running, there's a you know a fairly loud and constant humming happening mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so yeah. you know all of our actors they 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 played their lines and everything and then we took it into post and um lo and behold <laughs> we lo and behold i mean you know you can't use any of it and so we it's the silliest thing but you have to basically take all of the sound out you have all the actors redub their lines then you have to create a background because you can't use the humming that's there that you shot on set. (laughs) You have to create new humming that you can like bury better and have the actors lines come out. And so what you end up doing is just recreating the sound that you got in the room only (laughs) in a way for somehow. Yeah. Yeah. In in a way that you can mix it how you want it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's just that's that's all movie making is is it it it's little like you guys I I feel like most people would be shocked at how much how much sound is not picked yeah. up on the day yeah uh like or how much it doesn't matter you know because yeah. yeah. you're gonna create all of that stuff in post I mean it's it's the silliest thing movie making like it really <laughs> is because because you, you're just it's just a bunch of people pretending to do stuff. And then you pretend to do it in post. Then it's someone else pretending to do the sound for the stuff. And <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's all just really silly. Just so that you can I felt control so all the frustrated. Yeah. I felt so frustrated watching Dunkirk. Because oh. I'm just going, that entire movie is in front of the ocean. The worst place to yeah. tape sound yeah. of any kind. And I'm just like, oh, every scene is just so painful. Not only is it painfully stressful, it's yeah. painful because I know how much work is going into it like, after. Oh, oh, God. oh yeah. Some yeah. guy has to go out there to the same beach and just stand there with no one there and just get hours of 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 water. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they can't just use the same lapping over and like take a 10 second and just loop it. No, <laughs> just like because here's the thing. Even even this uh, even this scene with um, with Otto here, mm-hmm. you know, Alvar Molina is coming in. He's he's making the speech. There's a very good chance, I'd say, sixty forty. Yeah, sixty forty chance that this is all ADR'd because uh, who knows what the sound was like on the day? Like, because look how big and cavernous the set is. Yeah, like that thing behind him probably has bleeps very, and bloops. Those yeah. uh, four yeah. boxes that are on that have lights in them. They they can't be quiet. Yeah. Right. Well, and and plus just the reverb. Yeah. Of, yeah. of his voice quality. bouncing yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't want that. You if you if you do you don't you want it subtle. You 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 want to dumb <laughs> it down in post, yeah. and you can't dumb down reverb. 
unless you have control of the sound from the get. It's ridiculous. Movies it's are really ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. Even okay. So the, our first when we actually enter the space and see him like greeting everybody. What a great space too. Oh God, mm-hmm. beautiful. I mean, this is. I have it. I, it, I it's uh I got the I got the address. Oh, uh, oh, the real it, address. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's the real address is thirty two Second Avenue, East Village, New York. Oh, hot damn. So yeah. it then, is <laughs> the it is a converted old uh, courthouse that is now an anthology film archive. Whoa. Oh. That's amazing. Called 32nd, 32nd Avenue. 32nd that's the name Avenue. Of it. That's awesome. And the space that they film it, they like went there and then this is all on a sound stage once we cut yeah. inside. <laughs> so all it's, all yeah. Yeah. it's all right. fake. It's all fake. but like the, an example of the difficulties of production sound. We went over all those things that were horrible about like recording sound in this space the introduction shot where we have like the crowd of 40 extras there and like him walking around and greeting people there's nowhere to boom in that shot mm-hmm. no because it's got like an arch to it yeah there's no there, it's such a it's such a, a wide wide frame and he's small enough in it there's nowhere to put the microphone to record him so you're just already there's like eight things working against you in the seat but it you can tell, like, from the way they storyboarded it, like, this is the perfect way to introduce this space with the people right. in it. It's an awesome shot. We will deal. And so you right. do. Yeah. Usually in that case, he's probably got a, a lav. lav. Yeah. yeah, he's got a lav. And then they're using that for post-ADR. Yeah. <laughs> later. That's the, that's the base like, to refer back to when he does the ADR later. Yeah. Right. Where, where he's just like, okay, so that's 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 how I was performing that line. Okay. <laughs> let me recreate that and then we'll, we'll use that. Yeah. Uh, oh, movies are ridiculous. Yeah. Um, he he introduces, he, sa- he says, my wife and I would like to thank you for coming. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, look. Yeah, let's talk him. about the, the, the buildup and the structure of this meeting. Yeah. Who is coming? Why are they inviting them? Ha- what is happening? Well, this whole, so, this entire so thing. They're they're if I'm not mistaken, they're investors, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, hey, Dave. That's what's, what's up, they, Dave? I'm gonna go invest. <laughs> yeah. You put money in this too, Dave? No way. No way. <laughs> well, I'm t- thinking about it. <laughs> I'm doing all arm related things, so this better have arms. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Dave Lacks Arms. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> I just imagine just a, there's a gym rat, like a gym rat named Dave who invests in things that have to do with arms. <laughs> oh, man. Arms of the future, um, man. Yeah. Arms of the future. Arms of the future. Uh, More arms, the better. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, this this whole thing, I I don't I you know kudos to him for giving Rosie I guess credit in the introduction. I like I don't yeah. know what I don't understand what's happening here. Like why is he saying my wife and I? Like I understand that you guys are living here currently, but you're just living here because Harry's paying for you to live in your lab so you can yeah. work twenty hours a day. So like, why are were you... they going to have dinner after this? If this hadn't been a complete foobar, I yeah. don't know. Was, were they going to eat? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, is there like in the background? Is there like a giant table? Literally, like, there um, is. That like that's we when we talked <clears throat> bro uh, a few weeks ago when they have the introduction to Otto. It's hilarious that like one third of this space, the one that we can't really see right now, is literally like an apartment with the table and the chairs right. and everything. Right. 
It's really great. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. like, I mean, they're technically in their house, but it's not really their house. It's just the place no. that they're staying. You should have said that. Welcome to my house. Welcome <laughs> yeah. to my wife and my's house. Yeah. Well, that's how he's treating and, them. And meet my children. Yeah. Here they are. It, yeah. It's almost as if he's, like, introduced, he, he's, like, um, an actor introducing, like, a murder mystery dinner. <laughs> like... <laughs> Whatever's like, well, under this sheet my, is going to change your night. My wife and I would wife, like to welcome wife, you to our... Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> He's like already in character. And yeah. I've given all, you, here's a hat, and each hat has a card in it, and you have to choose which who you're going to be. Suddenly the lights go out, and like half of them disappear. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> who did it? Is Again, it the, the butler? Folders with clues, and you got Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I want to do that now. Oh, um, Harry, Harry gets the butler card and trades with Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Peter, what are you? I don't want to be. A, I don't want to be a butler. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a weird vibe. Ber- uh, Bernard in the background hangs his head. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Otto, I, you know, this this joke. Yes. Um, the joke i don't <laughs> has anyone seen a rolling 20s with a rubber band around it because we found the rubber band uh, i i i just i'm in awe of <laughs> how truly <laughs> heinous this joke is because it's not even a joke it's just it's I, observational like, I, humor yeah i guess yeah. i don't know it's like so we have accurate, a rubber band though. is that what yeah. you're saying yeah like, because we, we found the rubber we, band. Oh, I think oh. Stephen, if Stephen Wright could have done this joke, sure, yeah, stand there and be sure. like, "I had a roll of twenties, and they're in a rubber band. And I found the rubber band. <laughs> yeah. That would be like his. That would be like ten minutes of his set. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, but I love the, that he I, says. I love his ineptness. I love his social awkwardness. Even though he's brilliant, they are trying to like make us like Alfred Molina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not hard. Well, he's a great actor. He is very charming and. He, through this terrible joke, but but there's something about it that feels so. I mean, like my, my dad was a was a professor, but he also did like consultant work and stuff like that. So I occasionally would go see him do like public speaking events, and this is mm-hmm. totally 100 percent his style. That like, did he ever take off do, his shirt and strap arms on his body? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, and he built them himself, and it was crazy. Uh, but no, the, this idea of you do a like. Not quite self-deprecating joke, but a joke that, like, is pointing out how bad it is so that everybody, like, like diffuses the tension for a bit and say, oh, he's not taking it that seriously, whatever. And then you kind of, like, hook them in and build to, like, we're going to talk about intercultural skillfulness today. You know, like, okay, now that you're all, you know, it, there's something just genuine about it. I don't know if it's from, because I know Melina did used to do stand-up comedy when he was younger. I don't know if it's like something he suggested in terms of like, what if I did a terrible joke like a stand-up set here? But mm. there is there is some lived experience here that feels accurate to those like those public speakers, presentation mm-hmm. people. I don't know. It like it I, makes I no like, sense, but I buy it. Yeah. I, I feel like it would have landed better if he just had a rubber band. Like I mean, I know it's not like <laughs> It's not like prop comedy, but like, come on! Like, no, that is prop comedy. That's 100%. yeah. And he just kind of, just kind of floing, it gonna yeah. shoots it in the crowd after we the joke found bombs. the rubber band and just like <laughs> jingles it. I don't know. Um, but, but but okay. So two observations about the crowd: the mm. guy who is between Peter and Harry. 
yeah. is so angry that he just <laughs> made this joke. He like literally <laughs> looks around like, why are you people laughing? I call him not Armin Sherman. Yeah. From, uh, oh, DS9. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's who he is. He's not him. He's not. He definitely yeah. played a Ferengi at some point. Oh, 100%. definitely. Yeah. yeah. Or he's he was the maybe ears the, of a Ferengi. The stand-in for Principal Snyder on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, maybe? Perhaps. Yes. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, he's pissed. Pretty much everybody else does like a polite laugh. And Harry does the like yeah. Harry looks like an alien who has <laughs> never heard a joke before. <laughs> And is looking and is and is shocked and appalled at the reaction that just happened and then realizing that he's not doing it. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, this is what humans do. Oh, ha, yes. Ha, Time, ha, for... ha, <laughs> Time to I just thought smile. Harry didn't get it. Yeah. I thought he was really worried about the money. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe he doesn't like, get why well, people would be worried about like a few 20s. Like maybe. <laughs> Like, oh, is this get it. what like, poor people do? Yeah. <laughs> is this what poor people do? Joke about losing wads of money? Yeah. Like, I don't know. what. What's the worry here? Who cares why you found that? Oh, yes. I'm smiling now. Yes. <laughs> Smiles. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. The gem is Peter, of course. The gem is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Everyone else. No, everybody everyone... else. I have, it, I have it framed right when everyone, like right after they tell the joke. <laughs> and most of them are, eh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No one. There's a lady in the left in the back. The really tall guy, or lurchy guy over to the right, is yeah. doing like a. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, is that is that is that Dave? By the way, is that yo? Dave? I think that might be Dave I, from outside. Yeah. That oh, might be. Yeah. So he's well, that guy's hamming it up, and Dude, then Dave is into it. Yeah. There's Dave. an Asian gentleman who is not having it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, most everybody's not having it. Yeah. Armin Sherman mm-hmm. not they're having being, it. They're being polite. You know, they're being, yeah. yeah. They're, I think they're waiting on Harry to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. That's entirely possible. And Peter loves it. He. Oh, he. Uh, cloud he's nine. So, he does it. He does the laugh. Then he looks at Harry. Harry's still not <sighs> laughing. And Peter, like, redoes his laugh again. It's. You know what it is? <laughs> is, it remi- <laughs> this, is laugh, yeah, Harry, on, this is how you laugh. Yeah, come on. This is how people laugh. Isn't he killing it? He's killing it up there. Oh, oh that man. is that is the reaction of someone who was raised by Ben Parker. Yes. <laughs> I don't like the way Toby Maguire laughs. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm looking at it and I'm just I it's it's very creepy. <laughs> it's super squinty-eyed, big What's big funny is that it looks like his father. It looks like Norman. A little bit. It looks like Norman's laugh. Yeah. If you freeze frame it at second 29, it's a a very green goblin. Uh, Okay, but (laughs) if you you can go, like, I mean, you have to almost go frame by frame, but if you can hit it right before Peter starts laughing at the joke, like as soon as it cuts back to the audience, Mm -hmm. it looks like he has a look on his face like, Oh my god! I have to find this twenty dollar bill that someone stole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're at like second twenty seven. There's like a. Yeah. He's like, he's oh my like, god! Where's oh, his no. money? Oh, like, whoa, 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 whoa. M- money! Yeah, though. I got it. I, I gotta get my Spider Man costume on. <laughs> and, then, and then he just cracks that huge smile. Yeah. It's oh, like a, oh, it's a joke. Haha, <laughs> Sweet relief. I don't have to be Spider Man for once. It's like you know what it is for me. This feels like we're back in uh, the science class field trip all over again. Where P- Peter is like, oh man, this is great. Who wouldn't love this? And yeah, there is everybody. Like, no, come on, Peter. Here, no, nobody cares about the, worst. the electron microscope. This is horrible. Uh, it's. <laughs> I just love this moment. It's such a bad joke, and he loves it. And then, of course, mm. 
on the like the most genuine like little moment that Melina has here, um, his tiny little uh, it's a terrible joke like apo- apology that he has there. That's mm-hmm. when you can hear his accent slip because it's almost like he didn't plan to say that. It's that little it's a terrible joke. It's uh, yeah, it's a fun moment. I and if you watch like Donna Murphy in the background, like she <laughs> she's Their a little heads cocked. She's, a little embarrassed, yeah. just a little bit proud, and like tries to bury the laugh. Like she doesn't want to smile too much. It's so yeah. She love loves it. this dork. Yeah, it's like this is who I married. That's him. Yeah, uh, that's him. Yeah, right then in the second twenty three, we get a shot of Daniel Day Kim. Heck yeah, we do. We, we we'll only got a, a tiny glimpse of him before, but now he's you know featured. He's Raymond the assistant. You know, there's only. <laughs> No, like, there's only four assistants. Raymond is something else. Raymond is something. That's like, right. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> his arms are his assistants. His wife is his wife. Yeah. And, and, you know, Raymond is Raymond's mm. Raymond. You know, like, there's only three humans involved in this experiment today, and one of them's Raymond. And you know, you got to give him credit for that. 2005, sexiest man alive, Daniel Day Kim, holding holding down the <laughs> fort, just like sup. What's uh what what's I I just I I just love just like um just like with Emily Deschanel I just love that he has as of filming this he has yeah. no idea that he's about to be cast on a show that's going to change his life like yeah. like yeah. he's get, he's going to be cast on Lost and it's going to it's going to premiere like 2 months after the premiere of this movie right so like it, it, his audition for it must have been like right after he finished filming this. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Like we right before his life changed. He's just yeah. like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just a, ra- a rando in a Spider-Man movie. I got a bit part. He's about to go to Hawaii and never leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't like all of them actually buy houses out there in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Well, they did until he quit sure. Hawaii Five-O. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, that's right. He also did Hawaii Five O. Yeah, the yeah, he was thing. out there for the whole. Then he and uh, the other uh, years. anyone of Asian culture left the show and said, "You weren't paying us enough," which fair is enough. true. Yeah, yeah, fair that's, enough. That's a cool dude, man. Like mm-hmm. yeah. now he's going to be in Hellboy. <sighs> yes, good. I didn't even know that. that yeah. Is he reprising his role as the scientist helper? No, he's. Uh, I think he's <laughs> he's replacing Ed Skrine, right? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. they whitewashed the casting, and then Ed Skrine was like, "Wait, wait, wait! My character wasn't white in the comics. Oh, I'm out of here," and he yeah. quit. And then they hired him. They hired Daniel D. Good. Yeah, that's right. great. I look forward to seeing him again. He's yeah. He's, yeah. Ex- he's so good on Lost. So good. He is. As are a lot of people on that show. Um, uh, and he's yeah. totally he's totally doing his job on this movie. For yeah, sure. he is. Yeah. He's you serving can't, the story. <laughs> he, yes, exactly. I like you can't be like, yeah, no, he's great. I mean, he's just he just is. He's doing he's, his job. Yeah. Yeah, and then it say, and then it, and then, it, then we finally get to the reveal. Heck yeah, we do. Finally, mm-hmm. how many times uh, do you think Otto practiced this like whipping off the uh, sheet maneuver? Because he is well fit at it. He he kills it uh, like that. I <laughs> I uh, there's a couple of things that I love about this. Um, mm. One, okay, well first I have a question about a small detail. What is this symbol that's on all of their pockets? Yeah, oh, I had this o. too. I looked yeah. up Oscorp. It's not Oscorp. It right. is an infinity yeah. symbol, but 
It must be Otto. Oh, it's Otto Octavius. Oh, it's my God, it is. Yep. Oh, I just came up with that while I was sitting there. It looks like, yeah, okay. Yeah, Beautiful. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. It's Otto Octavius. He has his own logo. That's cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's cute. Or it could that's be like cute. a joint, like the joint venture like is funded by Oscorp and Octavius is doing it. So like one O could be Oscorp, one could be Octavius, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, true. I don't know. True. Like true. Partnership. I like Ottawa. True. true. It's better. Um, but <laughs> I, I just love that. I, I, I agree. I think he does a really good job of pulling that sheet off. Mm-hmm. I love that he does it himself. Like I yes. love that there's not a moment where he goes Rosie and then Rosie does it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I, 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 you can absolutely see just about any other movie doing it that way. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And other versions of this character doing that. Like, yes. But this movie's version of Otto has to do it himself. Yeah. He yeah. is a, con- I mean, he's not a control freak. That's the wrong word. He's no. just driven. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also he, he respects his wife in a way that yeah. uh, Otto in, in other, in other uh, forms, <laughs> if he had, if he had ever had a wife, he would not respect her in the way that this Otto does. Right, no. right, right. But it's just so we get those... that great shot at second 58, which we don't actually get again. Mm. We can see all the inner servos inside, inside the, the harness, like the like yeah. the beh- the behind of the arms, uh-huh. like yeah. the, the the nubbin of the arm. Right. I it's, love. God, it's gorgeous. Um, it's beautiful. It's so practical. I love I love I have so many notes on the tentacles. Yeah. But yeah, we can talk it, more tomorrow. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's there. Beautiful. There's so much. Let, before we go there, though, let's mm. talk about that. Uh, assist, there's yet another assistant in the background. Oh, mm-hmm. I she's looking that. at something. She must be getting ready to start a fusion. Yeah. I think she's an intern. I think she's an intern because <laughs> uh, she's not even allowed to be present for the for the thing. She's yeah, just back yeah. there. She's told not to make eye contact. Yeah, yeah. she's just back there taking taking notes on uh, on a on a on a clipboard. <laughs> Can I say my favorite my favorite thing about the whip off the sheet to reveal moment mm-hmm. is is not actually the wide shot where um, Otto does it himself, although he does it gorgeously. My favorite part about it is that when we cut to the shot of Peter witnessing it, they put the, sh- the sheet in front of the camera lens and whip it away. So like yeah. when you see Peter, he's revealed by the camera going from dark to light, pulling this sheet out of the way. And it makes no logical sense because the camera has to be much, much closer to Peter than the actual Yeah, the thing sheet's is. like five yeah. feet away from him. Yeah, yeah, the sheet the, is like the just the sheet's in front really of his like, face. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it sells that, the intimacy of that moment, the connection to it, how Peter is just like amazed mm-hmm. by it. And it's, it's it, not as crazy as the glasses moment from the last movie, but it feels of a piece with that, that like... Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense logistically, but it does make sense in terms of the f- the frame reflecting how Peter's feeling. Right. So that we we whip it out from in front of the camera lens. Why not? It's so we, it, it feels like a Bill Pope thing. Uh, yeah. Because mm. Bill Pope is really yeah. good with transitions, which is why he works with people like the Wachowskis and Sam Raimi and, and Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright, yeah. Um, he's, he's very good with transitions. He's got an eye for it. Mm. Uh, editors apparently love him. Um, and, and I think that this kind of thing, this sort of, uh, this transition here, building it into the shot, um, that's, that's, I mean, that's why you get Bill Pope to say nothing of how gorgeous every shot in this movie is. Yeah. And Uh, also the the fact that they didn't show, uh, Harry, 
They mm-hmm. only show Peter because they want, you know, this movie is the relationship he has with Otto. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And it's such a different, uh, you know, a, d- a different movie would maybe have put both of them on it because they're like the main focal points of the scene yeah. is their reaction to it. Yeah. And instead, it's just Peter. And I mm-hmm. like that better because it's more of a connection. He's seeing Otto become this, you know, monster he's going to become. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It's it's back to that thing about like Otto as the the aspirational version of the, the life Peter might have. And yes. this right. is the, the last moment he has before it's no longer aspirational. This is the we're cresting over the hill here before we go down the roller coaster. This is right. just cranking up to it's, it. I love it. It's uh it's real good. Yeah, no, there's there's two guys. There's a there's a there's a lady in the back corner and then mm. there's a bald guy right behind the arms who's oh, doing stuff whoa. too. Yeah. Directly yeah. behind the, the arms. Right. I didn't even right. catch him before. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Clicking away on those keyboards. I like that better. I, I'm glad it's not just he and his wife, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. cobbling yeah. together this thing. I mean, not that it doesn't have its own problems with believability. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. Five people could definitely invent these things. <laughs> Two. Come on. This would be ridiculous. Stupid superhero movie. How dare you? <laughs> uh, I also love, I also love, we didn't talk about it, but earlier when he's uh, explaining... If you look in the background behind his wife, mm. there is a uh, there's a screen and it's mm. slowly scrolling up. I uh, photoshopped it to try and see if I could see what it was. Can't wow. really read what it says. There is a schematic on it, <laughs> and it is on a Mac. So wow. just so you know, these uh, these are Mac. These are uh, these are OS. Yeah, wow. it does Arms. it does look like it's just open in like Adobe Acrobat or something. <laughs> just like, yeah, it's just scrolling yeah. through uh, a, a PDF of with some words sort. Under. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a PDF with scrolling. It, that's not, I don't know if they ran out of. Maybe that's cool. what the assistants are doing in the background. They're yeah. scrolling through the <laughs> PDF. Okay. Your job today, Terry, is <laughs> wait, that wait, guy wait. behind the arm. So you're telling me. Slowly scroll. <laughs> so you're telling me we can create a fusion reaction inside of a building but we can't figure out how to get this thing to scroll by itself. I have to do it. Yeah. And he's like, well, look, okay. well, it'll feel weird to the investors if we've already figured everything out and I just push the buttons and do everything with arms. So we got to have you guys look like you're contributing. Just just sit there and shut up. You know, just why can't <laughs> I pull the sheet off, Dr. Ock? No, you can't, Terry. You're going to be the scroller. <laughs> Terry, your head's oh. too shiny. It's going to freak everybody out. I need to do it. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, like Terry. Are, do you want to get stabbed in the spine 72 <laughs> Terry, times? Terry, look at your jacket. Does that say Terry on it? <laughs> no. It says Otto Octavius. What letters? What letters do you see? Well, I mean, it could be a T if you can't. No, no. What are the letters? What do you see? Whoa. I see a sideways eight. No, Terry. It's O and O. Oh. The worst. Get your head in the game, Terry. Dave's going to be here today. I can't, I can't have you embarrass me in front of Dave, okay? He loves these arms. <laughs> he does love arms. I, I, and I love, uh, it's the last time we're going to see it. So I should mention it now. I love Otto's, uh, coat. The, the yes. He takes yeah. off. They're the, the original lab, the lab coat. Doc Ock coat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lab mm-hmm. coat. Cause if you, if you're in an explosion and arms are fused to you, you're going to put back on the exact same clothes you were wearing when that explosion <laughs> happened. Yes. Because that's the best way to get over it. Heck yeah, it is. Yeah. Definitely. 
lovely comics nod. It's it's well tailored, and I <laughs> I like that he designed it with the theatricality in mind of like, yeah, we'll just put some like Velcro closures there so I can rip it off. Like, <laughs> just, yeah, it's good stuff. It's like like that when NBA players are like getting ready to like right. stand up and they just <laughs> rip their pants, <laughs> break away. Here we go. <laughs> I, but but what I I love about the show of him taking it off is. Like, no one was prepared for him to start getting naked during the fusion <laughs> reaction thing. Like, wait, wait, what's happening right now? Dave's in the back row taking off his pants. Are we doing this? Are we doing this? It's like, no, Dave, no, 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 no. He's just doing it. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. All Dave's right. all in on arms. I'm telling he's, you guys. He's, he's there. He's there. All Day in. one. Day one. <laughs> Get my checkbook out right now, man. I hear there's arms. There's. <laughs> I see him now. Oh, I'm getting there. Just take my pants off. Two bare awesome. arms. Here we go. Uh, all right. Well, that's... <laughs> Dave, if you like arms so much, why do you take your pants off every time <laughs> arms show up? That is my lower sense. arms. Yeah, man. The closest oh, Dave, I'll have Dave, to we extra need to, arms. <laughs> we need to talk about biology. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Jonathan, where can people find you on the internet? They can find me on the internet at my show, which mm. is a podcast where we break down and investigate the movie Mission Impossible one minute at a time. Uh, we're over at MinuteImpossible.com. We're on Twitter at Min Impossible, M-I-N Impossible. Nice. And on our Facebook group, which is the Impossible Minute Force, we talk about everything from technology. That's why I'm on, because this is technology. and <laughs> I, I love technology, especially attainable technology like dangly arms. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you can find us over there we uh right now we're in the midst of our in the middle of our movie so we should be uh we're getting to the, we're always it's hard to say getting to the good part because the movie is only 110 <laughs> minutes and there's like 10 good parts so yeah we're, we're still in the good parts right now Heck yeah yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah absolutely um and i was uh i was an early guest on that show so if you're if you're wanting to weigh in uh go go check check out my week and and see if you like that and then keep listening heck yeah yeah you're 11 through 15 yeah we did uh we, we talked about an elevator well we talked about it and never got in it yeah <laughs> right we we talked about head spray we talked about uh robots robots people, people being robots right oh. possibly being robots we talked about gum beautiful yeah just don't, don't chew, chew it. gum uh, <laughs> don't chew it all right. Well, we will be back uh, tomorrow with more of Jonathan and Minute 35. Bye, everybody. Bye. See you, Dave.